Welcome to the Fit Affiliate Podcast, where we talk about behavior and behavior-based conversations as they relate to CrossFit affiliate owners and coaches. My name's Lisa Hetherington, and I'm your co-host. Sitting alongside me are Tony and Chuck, the founders of Fit Affiliate. I'm going to get on the I can't stand still very well. You start the <laughs> I am indeed starting the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Fit Affiliate Podcast, while we see the magic behind the scenes as Tony from the Tech Chronicles is uh, getting himself sorted with his bike and we get back to that gentle swaying that we're used to every episode. How are you? Furniture here. Uh, it's a lot yep. of, um, I got to admit, the dog bed is a little bit more comfortable than the bicycle seat. <laughs> I forgot, actually. We've had a few weeks off it now. I use it pretty much every day, but it's different to use it than to sit on it for eight hours a day. But look, guys, there's a door back there in case you didn't believe there was actually a wall behind me. Yeah, there's, there is context there. Um, <laughs> well, it's good to see you back in your natural environment. Um, for now. You're back in the dog cage tomorrow. Okay. That's okay. We, we like that too. Um, so today, let's talk about, we did a post um, a few days ago about our... Um, affiliate alternating operating solutions six-week um, self-paced course, or as we like to call it for short, AOS. Let's not talk about it missing an A, but you know it just didn't work the the way with it. But it's a really um, powerful program that we've developed. I say we, you um, have developed. So <laughs> um, let's talk about that a little bit more because I don't think a lot of people understand like when you put out that post understand what it is and and what it could be um all right well we've already bricked the, the router today so i'm, I'm shorting us on time and this is going to be could be a long conversation but i think we can sum it up pretty quickly um it's respect it's respectable and understandable that anybody would not maybe understand what aos is only in that <clears throat> That's actually why it came into existence. There's, there's no shortage of, of things out there to tell you what to do. Um, there's, you know, call it help, call it advice, call it teaching, training, information, just Googling. Um, so we didn't need another one of those. That's not really, nor did we even build this company with the intention of doing that. And so I think the first thing that usually or probably would come to mind for most people who are considering it is that aren't we the guys who are always saying that like advice is bad, but wouldn't this thing be advice centric? Um, and the answer is no. And so that's why it was, it was so important for us for one to build it, um, but two to also build it differently than anything else that existed. And uh, so when we set out to do it, it was going to need to be, it needed to solve the problem that people were looking to have solved, but it needed to do it in a way that was in alignment with our model and our belief structure, um, because we didn't get into this thing to become a guru or a trainer or a teacher. We are coaches. But the main reason why I really wanted to build that is that I think that there's this, um, as I've made it, <laughs> as I've made it my life's work to substantiate the difference between coaching and training or teaching for that matter. Um, I think where the breakdown happens for most people is that there's a misunderstanding as to what that actually means in terms of how would I coach them if I don't actually teach them anything, right? Mm. But 
coaching only really occurs after teaching, training, or education has happened, right? Like, because awareness precedes action and coaching happens in the action. So the awareness has to come from something or someone. Now, that can still come from your coach, but generally that looks like the action, intention, intervention gap, right? Which is like, once I figure out where you, Lisa, are trying to get to, and then I, I look at what you are doing in alignment with that, I can then spur some awareness through asking better questions like, you know, how do you think this thing is helping you get to this thing that you want? And then you're mm. like, well, shit, now that you mentioned it, it's not, right? Um, and so that can happen in that role. But even in that situation, I don't really need to teach you because at some point, you know, to move, to, in order for you to have set that intention, there would have been education, right? Like you would have deemed mm. yourself capable. Or like, I doubt you're going to come in and be like, so I was thinking, I want to fly, <laughs> right? Like yeah. that's not going to happen. Your intentions, your, you know, for lack of a better word, your goals are usually formed in some degree of your perceived capability or ability, right? Mm. So um, as it applies to that conversation, you know, naturally there's an assumption that learning has happened. Now in the gym space, when a client comes in, a lot of that awareness hasn't happened yet, right? And mm. so, and I've said this before, but most coaches, actually probably all coaches are trainers as well, but they have evolved into coaches. Most trainers are not coaches, right? And so when people do come in the gym, for sure, there's teaching that's going to have to happen. There's education. And that's yeah. why like you know, with the, the conversation with Denise, it's so important that you utilize a better lesson plan you utilize the resources and tools you have at your disposal and utilize the whiteboard, right? Um, because you do have to teach them at some point, right? Like, it's not like somebody's going to come in and be like, I want to try a muscle up, right? Like at some point they had mm. to have learned that this skill is, is quintessential into, in my pursuit or my demonstration of fitness. So I think I'm going to try to hoist my ass through space on these wiggly things and hope that it all goes well, right? You would need to have known why that's important to ever have attempted that. Cause no, no basic human, well, maybe like kids, but like no basic human is going to be like, I'll fucking do that. Right. Like they're just like, okay, weirdo. Like that's like a superhuman, mm. right? And but in a CrossFit gym, it's completely normal. And so this is the big part of it, right? Which is that the very nature of what is CrossFit is about bringing awareness to people, right? And I know, I promise we'll get to why AOS matters, um, is bringing awareness to people. And so because of that, it happens in a few different ways. The first of which is through things like acronyms and, and benchmarks and things that we are uniquely on brand and identify with because when somebody comes in the gym they're generally probably assuming they're not already a crosser but like if somebody comes to your gym and it's, it's a, they're new to the pursuit of fitness they're going to get indoctrinated right and that that indoctrination is important because that indoctrination spurs awareness because if i go into a normal globo gym people aren't working on the same type of stuff right they're just bicep yeah. curls back and bias chest and tries in front of the mirror you know, well, now I don't even know what it looks like because TikTok I feel like it's really weird in a normal gym. But, uh, you know, but like there's no awareness. So that awareness has come from like social media or other sort of memetic goals where they're just like, I need to look better naked or whatever that looks like. And then they attempt to do so. When you walk into a CrossFit gym, the whole paradigm gets broken, right? And that you walk in and, and nobody's really talking about, you know, bicep size and you know in in body fat and number of abs you can see and and, and, mm. and when do we all start working out naked 
I guess that's my other. Yeah. That's a complete tangent. Like it's mind-numbing <laughs> to me. Like, yeah, there's you're naked. Just so we're clear on this, you are naked. Um, and why is the camera down there? That's yep. Uh, anyway, I don't. I don't know what you've been watching on TikTok, but hey, you don't have a choice because it just feeds it to you. Like now, it's like gym motivation. I'm like, that's not gym motivation. That's like somebody trying to pre-sell an OnlyFans subscription. Um, anyway, but when you walk into a CrossFit gym, an affiliate is suspiciously void of all of those things, right? Like. Mm. It, it doesn't take anybody very long to walk in and be like, this gym is different for a yeah. lot of different reasons. And the reason why that gym is different truly is that the first thing that happens in a CrossFit gym, no matter what your fitness level is, you are exposed to your weakness. Yep. And everybody has one, right? And mm. through that exposition and through that, that, that exposure, um, awareness happens, right? You're just like, whoa usually that looks like for most people like i come in i'm really fit and then like the the grandma just beat me like yeah what <laughs> right? and, and and so it doesn't even matter if she was super scaled out it's just the simple fact of like oh, i think that i'm really good and like she shouldn't even have been anywhere near me let alone like ahead of me mm. i'm in yep. sign me up right um but even more importantly for the people who don't have any perceived gift of exercise or fitness like that's what allows them to feel safe, stable, and, and, and heard in that situation because mm. there's just so many cool examples of like me. Right? There's, mm. there's identification and that in itself, identification is also awareness, right? Like being able to see, you know, like, oh, that's, I identify with that person or, you know, that person's existence here makes me feel like I belong here a little bit more or even worse. Like it could be like, whoa. That person's mm. existence makes me realize how much work I have to do. But identification still precedes awareness. So, and the reason why that's important to this conversation is that I think as an affiliate owner, um, we get so caught up in the weeds, we get so caught up in the complication of trying to solve things and fix things and address things that we tend to forget, you know, what is the thing that makes the thing work, right? And that mm. thing is awareness. And what you have at your core and at your disposal is worth so much money because of its ability to do that. That one thing, which is bring awareness to an otherwise vacuous population. Not to say that Jim would be put mm. vacuous. Um, and that that's important, right? Because like it just doesn't really exist mm. anywhere else. And like, you know, January 1st comes around, everybody talks shit about it, but like the gym is full of people who are just trying to find awareness. And there's no mm. place for them to find awareness in the Globo gym. So they they go online or they go on TikTok or they do whatever to find something. And then unfortunately for them, sadly for them, they don't find anything that is that is grounded in any sort of ecological pursuit. Like it's nothing that they actually want. They they just, you know, it kind of seems like wouldn't be bad if life would be a lot mm. better. You no, know, if I definitely looked like that. So that's what I'm gonna do. And you know, and if you've been around fitness long enough, there's a pretty natural like uh maturation that seems to happen for most people like who've gotten in the gym like people who don't come into to the affiliate but they start on their path of fitness and they start to get in shape what do they all do like the the vast the vast majority of them they sign up for a show right mm. they all move into yeah. that and thing and, and there's nothing wrong with with bodybuilding or the pursuit of such but 
the vast majority of people who do that, they do that because it's just the thing they're like, I don't know, it's kind of the natural sort of progression for me to go to that point because I don't really know what I'm doing. And that person does that type of thing. So I'm going to do that. And then like everybody does one show, but I would love to know the statistic of the number of people done two. Because it's pretty brutal. But yeah. I mean, it's just not grounded in any sort of reality, right? There's no ecology whatsoever. Well, you you are doing just, you know, I know when I did started my um, journey into fitness and I was doing a a 12-week program, so I was like, I'm going to run because everybody else was running. That's what we did. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I just did running. And even though I hated every step of the way, but I was like, well, everybody else is running. I'm just going to do that then. And you just go with the flow. And so, you know, we've all seen it play out enough times to know, but like, you know, it's, it all comes down to being grounded in ecology. Like looking like somebody who gets on a stage seems like a very obvious thing until you become aware of something like CrossFit, where it exposes you to the fact that like how I look doesn't inherently suggest how healthy I am. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, how low my body fat is might actually suggest otherwise, right? Um, how I train says a lot more about how I perform than how I look. And like those things are uniquely CrossFit things. They have changed the landscape. And I think that that can't be overlooked. But the important part of this is that what ends up happening in a CrossFit gym is that unlike in a, in a regular gym where people end up pursuing mimetic things like i want to look like that or do that and then it's hard as f- doing a show is ridiculously hard the amount of sacrifice that goes into that there's, it's just yeah, not it's grounded in any sort of reality of life like nobody's doing that for life right like mm. clearly i mean unless you'd like you know turn pro but like even that's like ronnie coleman you gotta watch that documentary and you'd be like yeah no i don't no, want no. to do that um mm. or dude right like so yeah. it's not found in any sort of ecology. But then you walk into a CrossFit gym and nobody's got, there's no mirror. Nobody's mm. got their shirt off. I mean, everybody's naked in a CrossFit gym because it's top tops, but like, they're just because they're sweating their ass off. But like, nobody's in there because they're yeah. like shredded, bro. Right. Like, eh, eh. but yet, what is actually happening is that every single person in there seems to have improved their life. Right. Like, mm all every category they got yep. better promotions better love lives better you know family lives better father life better mother life like you name it everything seems to get better mm-hmm. so the magic should not be lost on it and, and i'm very happy that like you know coach glassman is back into the rift talking about things and like nicole has been able to find her voice in the community because you know like i said to her i was like you are exactly what they needed exactly when they needed it and i'm so happy uh, because mm-hmm. it's 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 connecting, right? It's hitting yep. them. And people are starting to realize that like, it isn't the games. It's not the complexity. It's not the functional bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. It's not the, it's not all these things. It's just that like your needs, the needs of an, an Olympic athlete differ only by degree, not by kind. And in that magic is what makes mm-hmm. us special, right? And so as this applies to AOS, cause I promise I'm coming back to that. It's the same <laughs> conversation, right? Mm. I didn't want to, put together another feeble attempt to push people into a bodybuilding show, right? Mm-hmm. Not literally, but figuratively, meaning yep. in business, we're mostly in a glow. Even if you own an affiliate, you're mostly in a globo gym. 
you have mm. no idea what you're doing. You have no idea what you should be pursuing. You don't know what fit feels like. You certainly know what fat feels like, or, or at least unfit feels like. And mm. so you will just look for any sort of conceivable, logical solution that just seems like a good idea. And you'll go that route. And like, again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with pursuing a show. Right? Like, mm. I think that you, you learn a lot along the way. You, 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 the values you learn and like what nutrition does to your body and like how hard mm. you can actually train and what your contractual potential is like, it does expand your horizon. That's cool. And same things to be said about memetic goals out there. There's a lot of great resources out there that like are good best practices. Like, you know, shout out to like best hour and like other things that they talk about, right? Like those are fine, but mm. They're not inherently, explicitly ecological, meaning they're not the thing that you want to pursue for the, the implicit result of improving your life, right? And the point of owning any business, regardless of what the business is, is purely that. The reason you put down your life savings and you put your time, energy, and effort, blood, sweat, and tears in this thing is that the purpose of a business, the purpose of owning a business is to improve the quality of my life. If it's mm. not doing that, all the hashtag grind you want to put on it is just not worth it. And it's mm. a very toxic culture in that regard for like the same exact reason that like, you know, the gym culture outside of across the gym is very toxic. Like work harder, mm. work out longer, do whatever. Like those motherfuckers is in the gym for like five or six hours. And we as crossers are like, you know, you can do like 20 minutes. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Right? They're like, just and then all of them are like, gross, it's dangerous because they don't care about quality. They only care about quantity. I'm like, you guys are the ones in the fucking gym for five hours. There's no way you're going to tell me that for five hours you've been working through your contractual potential and you think that your leverages are as safe as they are in 20 minutes. Absolutely. Yep. I'm not ranting. But my <laughs> no. point is, is that we didn't want to create another one of those problems. Um, mm. I think there's enough available solutions out there that do exactly that, that we believe that you are uniquely capable of figuring out which one's the best one for you. What we wanted to do was create a product that mimicked what happens every single day inside a CrossFit affiliate. And that meant we needed to find a way to spur awareness first because awareness precedes action. We know that no matter what solution you're pursuing, people will not change until the pain of staying the same outweighs the fear of change. It doesn't matter what you're after, whether you're biting your fingernails or losing a hundred pounds. Like mm. you're not going to do it until like your fingernails have bled enough times or you are embarrassed in photos of them to the point where you're just like, I'm done. Right. Mm. And the same thing will happen in business. So it doesn't matter how great it probably seems to have longer fingernails. Right? But like until it becomes painful to keep biting them, you're probably not going to grow them. And so when somebody comes along and tells you that like, here's the next seven things you need to do to grow out your fingernails. You're like, okay, seems like a great idea. And you start there. What happens? Two days later, you bite the fuckers right off. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. on your team. Right? Yeah. And, and the point of that is that none of them are grounded in false information. There's nothing wrong with all of that. But none of them address behavior. And CrossFit works in a gym setting because CrossFit addresses behavior. Mm. The way that it's able to do that is twofold. They expose you to failure over and over and over, over again. Over and over again. That leads you to awareness, and that awareness mm -hmm. leads you to solutions. That's why it works. It has nothing to do with exercise science or you know any of those things that people want it to be about. Right? It has everything to do with CrossFit works not because we do thousands and thousands of reps of snatching. It works because it exposes you for the first time to one, and you realize 
I can't do one. Mm. I should probably pay attention to this because I'm supposed to be able to do this. But if you were in a normal gym and you saw somebody snatch, right? And you were like, that seems fucking weird. So you wait till no one's around, grab the barbell, and you're like, fucking try this right and then you try and smash yourself in the head and you can't get the bar over your head and you collapse then like into a pile of mashed potatoes you're like that was that was that was awful you would never do it again right no because you have no reason so not only does cross expose you to failure but then through that failure you're like you got my attention but then through that intent through that through that failure then follows awareness because cross tells you why it's important to struggle through that rep why it's important to put the time, energy, and effort into that movement and that pattern and that, and that efficacy. Mm. And, you, and you understand it because even if you want to doubt it, you look around, you're like, there's a whole lot of people in here who can do that now. Yeah. And <laughs> that might say something because I'm the only one who can. And so yeah. it precedes awareness and then it comes to resolution and we agree. You're like, okay, I don't want to do it because it hurts. It's hard. It's uncomfortable for me. I don't, the thing is confusing. It's complex, but Mm. I'm on board because you gave me these examples. Right. And so yep. that's why it works. Right. It's, it's really, it's, it's a hundred percent grounded in human psychology and behavior. And mm. when it comes time for it to actually work cross its force multiplier, as this, as the, the program goes, are its coaches, because without coaching, you cannot affect behavior. You can only mm. just keep teaching and training and all of the queuing, conversating and educating in the world is not going to help me figure out what is the limitation for you, Lisa, getting that bar over your head and getting your ass below parallel. Until mm. I can do that, it doesn't matter what I have at my disposal, what cue, what encyclopedia I have to throw out. Like if I get lucky, one might stick, but like I'm going to have to mm. figure out where your fundamental breakdown is in terms of understanding the movement, exposure to failure, increased plasticity, rewire your brain, then we rewire your body, you get below parallel, everybody's happy. CrossFit works because of its force multiplier and that is its coaches because their coaches are constantly addressing behavior and improving it because mm -hmm. they expose you to failure bring you to awareness lead you to resolution and they do that not through teaching but through understanding right yep and hopefully if you're listening to this you know that you might not because you probably just still think that it's points of performance and cues and coaching and correcting but like yeah it's a little bit bigger than that but spoiler alert you'll get there one day um, so when we built AOS, you know, we had to have something that at least exposed them to the same level of exposure that they got through an affiliate, right? Which is like acronyms, benchmarks, things of that nature, mm -hmm. foundational movements and, you know, kind of a sidebar here, but just so we're clear, the reason the foundational movements are the foundational movements guys, in case you don't know, this is not because they're the most efficient, greatest movements under the planet. It's because they're the greatest screen of human movement on the planet, which really means it's the greatest screen of human behavior on the planet. Mm putting that out there um, and your ability to improve that obviously improves all their behaviors but um behavior is physical it's also not just mental just so we're clear on that um as well <laughs> spoiler in there but we needed to have those same things those our nine foundational movements we had to know what those were and so we came up with six of them and not only did we come up with six of them we knew that we could just teach them to you because it's like that's stupid it's just not going to go anywhere i mean we could have if we didn't really care so we knew that AOS had to be different and, and it had to fall in line with what we believed. And point blank, we believe and we see the world in which people do the things they do, not because they have to do them, but because they don't know of any other alternative. And we also believe that if we can show people alternatives, they will follow those paths. That is the entire premise behind the entire company. 
It's not that we believe that there's one right path for all right people, but there's always an alternate path that is probably the better use of your time, energy, and effort. And if you can see that it's available, you're going to take it, right? Mm. But if I just told you, hey, this is the path, and it starts to struggle, you're probably just going to turn around and come back, or you're just going to lose interest in the path. But as soon as you know mm. that there's alternatives, you'll move forward. So when we built AOS, that's what it stands for, alternate operating solutions. I think most often, even internally, we sometimes just call it affiliate operating solutions because it is. But yep. To be very clear, it is not a one-size-fits-all, do this, everything is happy. It is, however, a one-size-fits-all, spurs awareness, what you're deficient in, work on this. Improve this, like your fitness scores. And that's what we set out to do with it. But we knew we had to first bring awareness to them. Then we had to expose them to alternatives. And then we believed that once they were exposed to those alternatives, with their help from their coach, they could follow those paths. And that's the point. Mm. This took me 24 minutes to say it. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, but that gives what you've said is giving the good context around it because, you know, quite often people, you know, in affiliate owners, you know, well, just give me the, the system, give me the template, give me the operating system. And this is um, more than just a simple operating system as in, how to clean your bathrooms and how to, you know, open and shut the gym and, and pay people and program and all that sort of stuff. It's more about, you know, defining that, defining your, where you want to be. Yeah. I mean, and for you, and it's not the same for everybody. That right there is the most important part. There's nothing wrong with those, those templates, those systems, those best mm. practices that are out there. Right. I think that they're probably absolutely fine. How do you know? Yeah. Unless somebody is literally assessing you and addressing you, I mean, mm. maybe you needed to learn Spanish because you just have a large Spanish population and that's been the problem the whole time. That's probably not the problem, just so, but you know. Um, yep. And that was really what it came down to was that in order to figure out what the alternative path was, we had to figure out what your alternative intention was. Right. And so, mm. again, back to the gym conversation. All those templates are great for the same reason fitness templates are fantastic. You can download no shortage of fitness templates on online, but like, what do you think the, I don't know the number, but what do you think the intended or not the intended, but the actual success rate is of downloaded fitness or nutrition templates? I'm going to say it's fairly low compared to for people that actually successfully implement it. It's got to be less than 5%. Yeah. Just think about the sheer amount of times people have downloaded Big Booty Judy program or you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, whatever the thing is. They're like, oh, my God, I want to look just like this idiot who has no idea how she even looks like this. I'm going to yeah. buy it. And since oh. you are OnlyFans or something, right? Like, you know, and, and then they buy them, right? Like, so the, the, the sheer number of downloaded solutions versus actual resolutions I wish that there was a way for me to have that number. Yeah, it would be. It's startling in the game. Less than one percent, right? I mean, the average person probably downloads thirty or forty programs before one program even produces some degree of success. And which is not the case in an affiliate. Every single person that comes in Mm. and just commits to coming for just a couple of days a week for more than three months always fucking wins. It works every single time. Because even even program badly, it 
works every single every time. Every single time. And that is because yeah. awareness precedes action. There's mm-hmm. awareness and that leads to resolution. And so in order for that to happen, failure has to occur. Most people, they go the opposite route. They see the solution, whatever Big Booty Judy is, download her solution, and they attempt to embark on it, and then they hit failure. Mm. What do they do? Stop. They quit, right? It's too hard. What, not for me. What they've done is abdicated responsibility to her, right? They're not like, your program didn't work for me because mm. I got her, this or that or the other thing. And that's really what it comes down to. The most, most, people, most people seek solutions not for salvation, but for abdication. Mm. They're after an ability to make it somebody else's fault. And that was another thing we wanted to make sure didn't happen with AOS. Is that you didn't find yourself in possession of, a, of an intended solution that you were not able to apply, that you were then able to abdicate responsibility back to us and be like, it didn't work for me. right? So mm. we just made sure that the entire bulk of it was figuring out what's wrong with you personally and professionally, not like in the literal sense, obviously guys, but wrong with your affiliate, then assessing it, diagnosing it, so to speak, but then proposing the solution by creating awareness and then leading you to your solution because it works and it will work every single time. As long as you commit to that process with anything. It doesn't mean it does. It's not just your affiliate. It's your fitness. It's your nutrition. It's your affiliate. It's your business. It's your, it's your personal relationships. It's, it's everything. Mm. As long as you seek failure, find awareness and then lead to action, you're going to win every single time in every single area of your life. But mm. most people start with, they start with a solution. They start with their intended endpoint, And then, mm they try to avoid failure and they try to, mm. you know, do whatever they need to do until they get to that point. And that's where like that old toxic adage of, you know, practice makes perfect. That mm. thing has broken more people's hearts, dreams, and bodies than anything else has. Cause like, it's not practice makes perfect. It's not even perfect. Practice makes perfect. It's failure yeah. makes perfect. So that's what we built it for, right? Was we wanted to be able to let people on their own terms and at their own rate and at their own scale work through things through basic assessments, through basic conversations, through basic exposure to lead them to some awareness and then to help them lead them to resolution and action. That's it. And, and if you want a solution that is not a template, it's not a cookie cutter, it's not a one size fits all, put this on, do whatever, but you want to genuinely know how to fix your own affiliates problems through the way that you would like to fix them, this is the answer. For the same reason why CrossFit is the answer to your actual fitness and that if you would like to solve your own fitness the way that you would like to identify with as fitness so that you can apply that fitness to the life that you identify with as a person who would like to have it this is the solution mm. if however you don't want to do that you could probably download a template maybe do a show get really painted like in a weird color and then get on stage <laughs> and not pass out while you flex in front of people who are going to tell you that you don't look good and you can have half an almond um <laughs> And they'll judge you for having one centimeter bigger lat on one side. There's a lot of people who are going to listen to this who are proud of the fact they did a show. And I'm like, listen, Mm. you guys, I will do 100 mile endurance races in 24 hours. I I will, you, I tell you right now, I couldn't do that. There's no way. Yeah. For one, love food. And that's the achievement is, is actually going through the process. And it's a bit like, you know, you can almost tie it back to the AOS conversation is like, 
going through the process is the achievement is, you know, understanding what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you need. Like you can go through that process on the way to a show and go, you know what, this does, I enjoy some of this, but not this part of it. This is what works for me. Then you start to refine what it is that you want to do in your training and your nutrition and all that sort of stuff. The beauty of the AOS is that it is self-directed. Like you can do it, you know, six weeks um, in your own time, in your own space, but it creates that awareness that you then, it's being coached without necessarily having, you know, a one-on-one conversation with a coach, but it starts having you ask those same questions of yourself. Yeah. I mean, as it applies to the show, the, the value of doing a show is the enlightenment, right? Which is like you were just saying, that happens and the awareness follows as soon as you complete that show because you're just like, I did it. And like, Mm. that is an amazing accomplishment and they should never be taken from anybody. Mm. The difference is, is that that enlightenment will then usually lead that person to pursuing other things that are probably much better uses of their time and their ecology and and hopefully, right? Like Mm. whatever that looks like, assuming that they found some other awareness. The difference with CrossFit and the difference with AOS is that what's unique inside an affiliate is that not only do you get the awareness almost instantly, the development of the entire resolution every single day, every single minute, every single journey is uniquely valuable to your entire life. And it's not just because I'm parading CrossFit as like the greatest thing that's ever happened because it is, but because the way that it's designed because it's functional because it's behavioral because it's you know it is purely just the human body the way the human body is designed like any single daily improvement is a massive improvement and like you could probably make the same argument i think if you were delusional as it applies to doing a show right but like i think anybody who's completed a show will tell you that the vast majority of what they've engaged in to get to this point the you know the sheer restriction of the diet the excessive amount of exercising the excessive amount of cardio there was probably a much larger sacrifice and there was a return mm. than otherwise. And so not to take it away from it, but with CrossFit, it's so, it's so quick. It's so, you know, intense and it's so functional. Mm. You almost get value every single day. It's why most people yeah. really start out with CrossFit. They, they, they're after this one version of, of a future state and then they end up so removed from their pain, mm. far short of their actual intended goal. They're just like, no, this is great. I'm going to stay right here. Cause like, this is everything yeah. I've ever wanted. And like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, you do that with a show. You're just like, uh, are you still like a fat? So, cause you can't get on stage. Like, like, the whole thing sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's a very, very different sort of opportunity to, you know, to also to measure and see your growth. Like when, you know, people are working towards a show, it's like, you know, they're looking for a teeny tiny, millimeter growth in a muscle somewhere you know or their coach will say well you had two almonds instead of one and I can see that in your belly or whatever whereas yeah in CrossFit I remember one of my clients she was in her 60s and had very poor mobility like couldn't even get down on the ground to do the stretches and after three weeks she started sitting on the ground to do stretches just and she didn't even think about it she just sat down with us one day and it's like oh wow and you're just getting that constant like real life um useful skill not like an isolation um type movement and 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 focus action right like 
you know, mm-hmm. we've talked enough times on here too about why the class model works, right? And mm-hmm. the main reason for that is because in a PT model, you're starving the client of awareness. It's mm-hmm. very hard. Every workout is hard, no matter what, yeah. walking up the stairs or running up the stairs. I've said this before, mm-hmm. but like when you work one-on-one with a personal trainer, you're like, this is all I got, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I'm giving it all. And your trainer's pro- like, no, you definitely could do more. And you're like, mm-hmm. how about you fuck off, right? Like you're just, <laughs> you're just but when you're yeah. in a class setting, it's a completely different immersion. You look around and that identity that's, that spurs awareness, you're just like, I don't want to go any harder, but like, I am not going to let her beat me. Mm. She's not going to beat me, but I'm going to try a little harder, right? Like, yeah, I'm not going to stop. The coach is right there. And, you know, I want to walk, but everybody's standing there cheering me. I'm going to run. Like, I mean, you you still don't even know what you're capable of until you end up in a partner workout, right? You end up (laughs) part of that unfortunate person. You're just like trying to kill me. (laughs) but you come out the backside of that and you're like well shit Mm. that's what i'm truly capable of i don't i don't want to do that again though Mm. but now i know that i can do it now i have a predicament right like i can't not it's like you can't unsee it like once you know that that awareness you have you you're you know that i guess that what's one of the beauties about making us crossfitters is that well i'm compelled to to hit that level every time next time because I know it. My coach knows it. Everybody else in the room now knows it. So no one's going to let me settle for less. And for that's sure. the, the tribe moving us forward with, you know, well, I know what you're capable of. So let's, let's go do it. I think that's the elegance of the, of the, the contractual CrossFit or the, or the CrossFit contract is, is mm. essentially that is that, you know, it takes some time, I think for you to get there, but what we end up all realizing through our development of CrossFit is, you know, it's, it's cliche until it makes sense, but it's that, you know, it's just you versus you. Right. But what that really means is that like at some point after enough awareness and enough exposure, enough resolution, you know, you can't unsee it. You can't put the sausage back in the casing. Right. And, and, and so every day is a challenge to you. Are you going to be, you know, in my case, the man, are you going to be the man that you, want to be or are you going to be the man that you potentially used to be right and so like mm. every day is that challenge and like anytime i've had to get on a plane or like went to do diesel day like you know i was very upfront with it like i don't really want to, that's gonna be hard but like i knew I'm, it's capable i knew it's possible and so i had to go because i needed to see if the person that i actually am is the mm. person that i believe myself to be or am I otherwise? And so that meant that anything less than getting on that plane and going was going to be a failure. And mm. that meant that there I was in the middle of the woods, right? In the middle of the night, right? And that's what happens at a, at a micro level every single day in the gym is they're like, dude, I don't want to get up and exercise, but I know I can, right? Mm. And I know that the person who I'm going to be, this is the thing that I'm going to do to become that person. So if I make the choice to drive past the gym today, Nobody in there is going to inherently care, right? There's something might reach out, but like, I'm going to fail my own contract with myself. And that's a very powerful thing that leads to so many, you know, so much growth for so many people. Mm. And that was really what we attempted to emulate with AOS was that same ability to be like, listen, you don't have to do any of these things, but here is just your basic assessment, how you measure up in a handful of different categories. Mm. What you do with this information is completely up to you. 
Here's a couple of things to consider as it applies to what should be happening or how you can better evaluate what the real problem is. Do with that what you will. Mm. If you had a coach, they would ask you, what's the problem for you here, right? Mm. But you don't have a coach. So the best thing I can give you is a virtual version of that exact same awareness, that exact same assessment, that exact same you know, observation of your action to help you set that contract with yourself to be like, okay, my affiliate is not where I want it to be, mm. but I'm making that choice. And here's why, because we rank low here and here and here and here. And I don't want to do the work to increase mm. that number. I don't want to sprint the fifth round of Eva because mm. it hurts and my hands are bleeding everywhere. And I'm yeah. currently happy enough with my current level of fitness. And that's okay. Right? Like, but the world will tell you, Instagram will tell you that unless you are making a million dollars or you're not doing all these things ecologically or mimetically, like you're a mm. failure. And that drives all these affiliate owners to do crazy, sporadic, overcomplicated things to try mm. to solve very, very basic problems. Like mm. the affiliate model is amazing because it's simple. It doesn't mean it's easy. Mm. It's simple. And yep. the more you try to fix it and solve it and correct it, the more complicated you make it every single time. So you it need somebody messy. to come in. And just pull you back from it and assess it. And you can be like, oh, and that's all AOS is. It's a way for you on your own terms. Um, if you would like to do it absent of actually hiring us as your coach, go through it that way. It's obviously much easier because you can do it at your own terms, at your own pace, and with mm. nobody watching. So no one has to see your score, although mm. I'll see your score because it's on the back end. Sorry. But um, <laughs> I'm here to help. Not here to keep you. Well, um, you know, and that's. That's an interesting um, sidebar is that, you know, a couple of clients that I know that I work with started their journey going through AOS and then they, because they had that awareness created and they're like, yeah, but I have more questions and I, I, I need, I need some further help. Then they have then embarked on a coaching journey because it, you know, created all that, that awareness that they're like, well, now I want more. Now I want to, you know, work harder on these. I don't know if you so, guys ever remodeled your own bathroom, <laughs> right? But as soon as you open up that wall, yeah, shit's about to get real. Hopefully, not real shit. <laughs> yeah. there, but um, it's about to get real, right? Because the water, yeah. man, you didn't realize there was water in there, and this and that. Like you're like, what have I done? There's a mm. lot of people out there with half finished bathrooms that have probably been that way for a decade, right? For that exact reason, and. Just like anything, once you bring awareness to it, it's, you got to follow it with action. But for most mm. people, awareness precedes action, but that doesn't mean that they don't still have more to learn, right? There still might be more things to spur that action. Mm. And that's usually what ends up happening, right? It's like, okay, this makes sense. Like, I need help. And really where a coach's job is, and if you sell coaching, this is it, is that you are in the time arbitrage business. Having a good coach in your corner, whether it be fitness or business, is absolutely just the simplest, fastest, easiest solution because all they do is just shrink time. Yep. Well, I mean, you can struggle along doing Wendler or Smoloff squat program, whatever, and then still go, yeah. well, why is my squat not better? You know, work with a coach and they will move you forward faster every single time. That's it. I mean, and so you'll probably finish AOS and you'll have all the solutions to your problems, or at least you'll have the awareness to solve your problems. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll help you if you need more help on the back end, because that's the, that's the commitment that you get from us when you do complete it is that like, listen, 
you've completed it. You end up you know, in our in our new group, our new private group for it. And then mm-hmm. you can use and lean on each other in there, or you can just come to us and then just move into a coaching relationship and then we get to actual mm-hmm. intention intervention gaps. Yep. Get to the fun stuff. All right. We'll put a link in the show notes, as always, to reach out for a chat. If um, you are listening to this and you think, mm, I want to find out about it, um, there'll be a link in the show notes where you can reach out, have a chat to Tony, um, and talk all things AOS or, you know, where you want to be. And start 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 there. Start creating some awareness. So Successful actions. You know why your affiliate works for all the people who produce hmm. this fitness for? Apply those same mm. principles to your business. That's all AOS is. Yeah. It's just that easy. All right, good, sir. Um, good topic, important topic. Um, as always, good to chat. Try to not break my internet before my next call. Yeah, that'll be good. It's a VIP client next. Thank you, my friend, for listening to the Fitfiliate podcast. If you would be interested in hopping on a free call with us, to just kind of chat about what you think your problems are and what you think the gap is between where you're at and where you want to go. We can see if maybe we can help you along that journey, figure out if we're all a good fit to do some sweet things together. So click the link, set up a consult. Let's help you identify some problems that we can mutually solve.